0: The Packers have played their four quarters. Now it's time for the fifth quarter. Live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill on Holmgren Way, here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Come on.
1: Hello, everybody! For the second week Woo-hoo. in a row, it is the sixth quarter, live from the Stadium <laughs> View. I wanted to call Robert Goulet and see if he could sing The Impossible Dream for us tonight, but as I said in my lead story on the web... The impossible is still possible for these Green Bay Packers. 27-21. A ridiculous day on the shore of Lake Erie yesterday for these guys. Down 21-7 in the fourth. They come back and win it in overtime. Second straight walk-off win for the boys at 7-6. and six. And yes, they made some big plays late to win a game after it was looking bleak. I really thought Cleveland might get the first one there, but nope, Packers prevail again, and we've got a guy who made one of the biggest plays in that game, Trevor Davis. He's still breathing heavy. After that (laughs) 65-yard punt return, he's in the house. I've got a one-on-one with the new Browns general manager, John Dorsey. You'll hear a little bit later on, an exclusive on the fifth quarter. Good friend of mine from a long time ago, and we'll get the very latest on number 12 in due time. But alongside, as usual, Matt Z, our co-host tonight. All hello, hello, hello. The first
2: thing I heard from Mark after the game was, in an email, these guys are ridiculous. Yes. But in the best possible way, just the way these last couple of games have finished. And you're right, there is still a chance. You're saying there's a chance. Not without three in a row. Right. Obviously. But right. And to... it's gonna to be tough in Carolina, absolutely.
1: But considering what happened, it was October 15th, I think? 14th? When did it crack? You around know, then. Yeah, around Sounds then. Right. Something like that. And uh, just, all right, if there's a way they can get into position and have hopefully him come back, they've done that. And it's it's been a trial, a trial and error, no question about it. There were good games, horrible games, and now the last two have been fantastic finishes, led by Brett Hundley, who has turned into... Mr. Fourth and Fifth Quarter, right? Uh, the way he's yeah. performed. As you heard from the coach
2: after the game, you know, Brett really turns it on in the biggest moments. He seems to rise to that level, and that just is not something you can teach, especially from a young guy, to have that kind of poise, even when things don't go the way you want it to for the first three quarters, this one, miss some throws, but,
1: this he, went but he steps up. S- I know, but this one went so far off script. Right. From- For the first time, really, outside of a two-minute drill and maybe a series of no huddle, they opened it up, empty, no huddle, hurry up, really the fourth quarter. Hasn't even practiced it that much. Uh, Yet he carried it out, made all the decisions, did everything right, uh, and these guys on both sides of the ball, and let's not forget special teams, obviously, with Trevor, just made gigantic plays to win that
2: ball game. Well, yeah, and the defense stepped up when they absolutely had to, you know what? just a stop, just a. Stop. That's it, and they come up with a big interception, sets things up, and that's all she wrote. Well, the interception was easy. Uh, the yes, re- the play, be- you know,
1: yeah. getting to Kaiser and Clay chasing. Although him down
2: and- we've seen in those situations where multiple guys go after a football uh, yeah. in the air. Yeah, yeah. no, it was dropped.
1: Martinez, Ha Ha, and Jones, yeah. all two hands raised above their head. Yeah. And how many times does that hit the ground?
2: And you know, we we've been saying this the past couple of weeks. It doesn't matter if you're winning pretty. As long as you're winning, yeah. Like we wouldn't care if this was a playoff game and you won that game and moved on. Yeah, we'd be thrilled. There would be no complaints in the city of Green Bay. But that's not always the case with it's
1: the Packers Browns. Fans. Yeah, okay. You look at Hundley's resume. Who did he beat? The Bears. Right. Stink. The Bucks. Sure. Bad. The Browns. Psh, hopeless. Yeah. Uh, but. It's so wins. What? they're on the yeah. schedule. You beat them. And so they are It's seven and six, but a lot has to happen. We'll try and cover playoff scenarios. That could take us the whole hour, but we got to get into the locker room. And it's course going to be tough. To, yeah. yeah. A lot to get to tonight. And again, we got some great stuff to give away. Make sure you sign up. Here we go. Let's roll to the locker rooms at first energy stadium where Mike McCarthy says, yeah, we survived another overtime stress test.
3: Well, that was a very good win for us. Obviously we, we, we knew we needed to win coming in here. Um, it's never easy. I uh, can't say enough about our football team and our guys, just the way they just keep playing and making big plays and key moments at the game. in the game.
1: And as for Hugh Jackson,
3: <laughs> close,
1: but no cigar for the 13th time.
0: It's unfortunate. Our guys, uh, as I always say every week, I know it's a broken record, but they, uh, they fight hard. Um, we do a lot of good things, and we do things that don't give us a chance to finish football games.
1: Just can't finish. Youngest Jeez. team in the league.
2: You think Hugh Jackson was thinking at all? Why didn't you just fire me, too?
1: Well, get me out of this. He's going to get one with John, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's we'll see what happens. All right. Well, let's start with the overtime, shall we? That's where Josh Jones outleaped Martinez and Haha for that
4: floating interception. I was just trying to show my vert and get up there as high as I could.
1: Who'd you beat on that play?
4: I think, I think it was Blake. I think it was Blake. Yeah, Blake. Blake is always running ball, so I had to beat him out.
1: So his vert was about an inch more than the other two, that's for sure, and he pulled it down, and it was Deshaun Kaiser who uh, made the bad decision. Flush to his left. He did see a receiver behind just about everybody, but he couldn't get planted because Clay Matthews got a piece of his arm.
3: I was able to see Shard Higgins spin off of his guy and um, having an opportunity to go down and make a game-winning touchdown. Um, one of the better players in this league was able to reverse fields with me Got his hand on my arm, uh, left the ball in the air, and uh, they were able to make a good play on the ball.
1: 32nd turnover for the winless Browns this year. An yeah, amazing and number. absolutely
2: why they're now
1: Minus 0-13. 21 on the turnover table. Because you
2: saw, they've got talent, especially now that Josh Gordon is back. I mean, the guy's just ridiculously talented. Yeah, he's good. But their defense can play. They've got a lot of playmakers, really, really young team. But with Deshaun Kaiser, it's... You know, a couple of turnovers a game you used to
1: be able to count on with him. Yeah, that's true. Well, from there, Brett Hundley and Devonte Adams finished it off. They connected on the one-yard back shoulder with 17 seconds left, and Adams took the short throw 25 for the walk-off win.
3: Got a good release off of um, 30 in, on the on the first one, and Brett threw a great ball back shoulder over there. And I really, I mean, it was it looked it looked easy because I mean
4: it was easy to get based on the ball and the placement where he put it. So, um, and then the second one really a play to try to get us closer in, in field goal range and broken tackling. Just saw, saw the end zone, so I did. had to burst and hit it.
1: One little broken tackle, 17 broken tackles from the perimeter players in that game yesterday. Yeah. The wide receivers and running backs on the edge. That is a ton. And the big one obviously ended it. And a lot of focus from week to week is on Brett Hundley
2: and his performance for the first four quarters or overtime the last couple of weeks. But really, the big storyline is just what a stud Devonte Adams is turning into. He the- is... They're going to they're gonna have to charge 50 prison.
1: bucks a ride down right. that sledding hill yeah. uh, to pay to for pay this him. guy. Yeah, yeah, I think so.
2: one well, what Aaron Rodgers is going to be getting his next time around. We're up to $100 <laughs> a trip down the sledding Adams, hill. No, yeah. Adams has
1: really emerged as a yeah, no, he's, top-tier talent. He's big time. Well, Hundley has had his obvious limitations on display at times here in this two-month stretch, but he has made the big plays in crunch time. And over the last uh, seven games plus, he
4: only wanted to keep this thing going. My number one. You know, thought going into it was uh, keep our hopes alive to make the playoffs. And um, we're still in it. So uh, at the end of the day, you know, whatever happens, happens. I'm just here. Uh, You know, when my number's called upon, um, I'll be ready. But um, in the meantime, you know, that was my number one goal. And uh, we're still in it. And, um, yeah, so
1: let's keep it rolling. He just sounds so happy-go-lucky all the time. Right, doesn't he? Uh, and they uh, got it rolling. Certainly hasn't been a smooth roll, obviously. Rallying two weeks in a row just to reach overtime. And yesterday, beating that winless Browns team, Mike Daniels could only say,
3: whew. It was just a hard-fought one. That that team is a lot better than their records. Tough running back. One of the best receivers in the game. And uh, that quarterback, when he figures it out, this team has real potential to be dangerous. And they've, they've always... Had a lot of talent on defense. So we knew it was going to be a dogfight. And obviously, I mean, it's obvious we have so many things we need to correct and work on. And that's the beautiful thing. Uh, we get to go to the film, correct the correctables, and it's always good to, or it's better to correct off of a win.
1: No question about it. The film session's always a little easier, but it wasn't very pleasant from what I understand from Mike McCarthy today. We'll talk about that a little bit later on as well. As for the coach, yeah, all of Packer Nation now is awaiting word on the quarterback, not Huntley. But Rodgers,
3: we love Aaron Rodgers, but I will not answer any questions about him today. This is this is about winning, winning the game, and uh, he's still in a medical uh, situation. And as soon as we have the information, we will try to get it to you.
1: Well, we got some information on Aaron Rodgers late this afternoon. Just left the press conferences up at Lambeau. Mike talked just in, over an hour ago and had an update on Aaron. Yes,
3: he had the scan today. Here's where it's at. I understand there's a, a lot of interest in Aaron Rodgers' status. Uh, just to give you an update, um, there's a number of um, scans, testing that went on this morning. Uh, it, is, it is now in the evaluation uh, stage. Uh, Dr. McKenzie is uh, reviewing it. Uh, there's a, a number of uh, medical opinions that will be involved in a decision. Uh, so at this time, we, I do not have um, a clean decision for you. Uh, or an update, that's that's where it stands. How
0: long will the evaluation process take, do
3: you expect? I can't give you a timeline. Frankly, obviously, I think everybody would like to, you know, make a decision as soon as possible. Obviously, the offensive coaching staff's in the process of putting together a game plan, uh, but at the end of the day, uh, the organization is focused on, on doing what's in the best interest of Aaron Rodgers' health.
1: All right, so that's where it's at. The scan was conducted. Right. Dr. McKenzie's is looking it over. He's going to seek opinions from other shoulder experts around town, around the country. Maybe call Martellus Bennett to see what he thinks. <laughs> and then make a decision. Don't expect a decision today. But I think the Packers will know by tomorrow. Right. In the meantime, they're going to start game planning for the Carolina Panthers. In fact, they talked today. We talked to Edgar Bennett, the offensive coordinator. probably going to put two plans together, one for 12, one for 7. Ron Rivera, the Panther coach, says, I'm already planning it's 12, uh, and we'll go from there. And if it's Hundley, it's Hundley. But, so no decision has been made yet whether Rogers will return on Sunday in Charlotte.
2: Yeah, I would imagine the Packers keep it close to their vest as long as they possibly can. That's just the way organizations do
1: things. Uh, yeah, I understand. But this is nothing like 2013. Remember after a couple of weeks, right. when's he coming back? When's he, and it was driving him crazy. Yeah. At least we've been, had this on the back burner now for two months. It's been Huntley's show. And now that it, the time is, well, the clock is ticking because he's off IR. He's practiced a couple of weeks. So they'll have to make a decision. Look for an announcement Wednesday, I would guess. Guys would are think, off tomorrow, yeah. and they're certainly not just going to throw it out there, just to throw it out there. But I imagine Wednesday we should have a determination whether it's Aaron or not.
2: Yeah, I would imagine once you get back into practices, if he's out there, first team,
1: that sort of thing. Yeah, that's... I think we'd have a pretty that'd be good a idea. a great indication right. if he's going to So there play. you go. From Cleveland yesterday, had a nice trip to Ohio, got back today. Packers 27, Browns 21 in OT. We're just getting started. We are live, and we would like to welcome our listeners from Sheboygan and Wausau, And those who are looking in on the stream on our Midwest communication websites, Uh, we are at the Stadium View here on Holmgren Way and brought to you by our friends at Robinson's Heating and Cooling, American Metal Roofs, Nicolet Bank, and Diamonds and Gold. And, of course, the View, great place as the holidays are roaring to us. Yeah, always a great place for food
2: and drink specials. But this Wednesday, they'll have Singo from 6 to 9 this Friday. They've got the Gambler game over at the Resch. Puck drops at 7.05, so pregame here and postgame here. Saturday on the sixteenth, it's the UWGB Phoenix Men, six o'clock over at the Rest Center. Pre-game here, post-game here, all right. and then Packers Panthers. Yeah, it's not a home game. make it a home game here at Stadium View. Tons of drink specials. All right, all game let's long. do
1: it, shall we? When we come back, boy, you had a nice run <laughs> yesterday. Trevor Davis is our special guest, and he'll join us when we return to the view and the fifth quarter right after this timeout.
0: We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. E.
1: Project. Project. Welcome back, everybody. We're live from The View, and it is a pleasure to welcome our special guest tonight. Second year out of the University of California, Golden Bear. Fifth round draft choice of the Packers last year. Wide receiver, but this guy's making some hay doing the return game. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Trevor Davis. Hello, Trevor. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for coming over.
4: Oh. yeah. Happy to be here. Close to the stadium, too. That's that's real nice.
1: I know. That's one of our big draws here. You get in, you get out. Home by dinner time. What a f-
4: crazy game, Trevor. How did you pull that one out? Yeah, that was crazy. After after the return, even even if I didn't get any return yards, we we definitely had some steam going into that, that drive. And just seeing us go down there and score, going to OT, and then having the series of events that we had. We didn't win the toss. That was, you know, don't always like that when it comes to overtime. But the interception, everything that happened, it was just.
1: So you're convinced 75 yards, two and a half to go, no
4: problem. Yeah. Instead of 25 yeah. yards. Yeah. yeah. Our offense, yeah. The way they were spreading the ball out, I thought I thought we could do it, yeah. Well, it, they, yeah. we're
1: picking up. And just in case they couldn't get going at the 10-yard line, which is where you caught it. Trevor, one of the biggest plays in the game. Let's hear how it sounded from our friends from Fox Sports, said Tom Brenneman on the call.
0: The punch by Colquhoun. He has been lazy, sharp here today, and this is Davis in the 10. And now cuts it back the other way and look at Davis across at 20 to 30. The 40. Across midfield with a putter to beat and still on his feet all the way down to the Cleveland 25 yard line.
1: Yes, yes, 65 yards and all. Let's go through this here almost step by step. You caught it, started to your right and do you have the
4: right cleats? Yeah, definitely have the right cleats this time. <laughs> <'Cause> yeah. <you laughs> slip yeah. Madly right there. Yeah. That was that was that was some good cuts. I had a lot of adrenaline, so when I came to sideline, I didn't I didn't you know if you get a lot of adrenaline, you don't really remember exactly yeah. what happened. Kind of have bits and pieces. So when I watched it on film, I was like, oh wow, I made some <laughs> I made some good cuts out so there. So what did you
1: see after you first took those first couple of steps left? I mean, the gunner's coming down, and it's just yeah. instinct, isn't it?
4: Yeah, mostly it is. I mean, for the most part, I put my foot in the ground, and tried to get north just to get ten yards and so for the team, and you know, try to get us get field possession. But from there, I was just like, from now I just need to break tackles and get around guys. So I was able to do that. And I sometimes I don't know. And, uh, I just kind of looked for daylight and found it.
1: Curl to your left. And the most of uh, – your run was great. But one of the most impressive things to me is on a peel-back return, mm-hmm. blocks in the back are almost routine. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I saw two or three guys actually just stop running. Geronimo Allison literally was, fell yes. over yes. to avoid – collisions yes uh i thought that was great smarts great poise on those guys in a difficult situation to just not sure any laundry hit the f- field
4: yeah i know i mean i was i was watching it too and i saw that especially by geronimo that one really stood out to me and it's just a bunch of smart plays out there i mean the guys knew that their blocks would matter but at the same time they could only shield them off because they don't want to get a block in the back and we've been focusing on that a lot because we've gotten a lot of penalties on this team as you have i don't want to as you've noticed yeah I, yes, so i think you're the most penalized I mean, special
1: teams in the league up there anyway not a good
4: thing not a good thing but, uh, <laughs> thanks for yeah. the reminder yeah. mark yeah but I think we <laughs> just I think the we, facts <laughs> man I think we've learned after you saw that return a lot of guys I mean it's a learning experience so I mean a lot of guys you saw Geronimo just turned his back and got ran over because he just didn't want a uh, penalty
1: you have embraced this return role
4: it <laughs> Micah High handled it
1: last year mm-hmm. you were handed it to you were given this opportunity almost right away this season mm-hmm. and uh, talk about Making that adjustment, because I know kickoffs were something you did a lot at Cal, but not necessarily punts.
4: Yeah, um, I did some punts, but yeah, not as much as kickoff. I was no more known for uh, kickoff returns, and just, I just know, and I love punt return, I love kickoff return as well, just special teams in general, and I studied a lot. I knew that we have three great receivers on our team, and it's not going to be a lot for me to go out in the field and get starting time as a receiver on this team, so of course you have to be good at special teams, and you have to, I wanted to help the team win any kind of way I can. So really just focusing on that turn aspect. And I was talking to you all season long. Okay, it's summertime, it's early
1: fall, the ball's flying. You just I mean, touchback after touchback on kickoff return. Yeah. Finally yeah. it's not getting all the way to the goal line. Opportunities and I mean, this close on several already this season yeah you yeah. just knew it was
4: coming I feel like we had a, a somewhat I mean not we me as well had a somewhat rough start to kick off return I mean when we first started returning balls and I feel like that's what helped us because really then team started trying to sky kick us and put me on the two-yard line and try and make me get a return hopefully they could pin us inside the 25 and that started giving us a lot of opportunities and from there we got more work and then from there we got more returns and turned them into big yards
1: 24 yards on kickoff returns, 11.7 on punt returns. Uh, you know, the other thing that I that strikes me about this is uh, you're way up in the punt return versus punt cover. I mean, it's 4.9 allowed. I mean, the, we're just talking seven yards, but that's a first down. That's field position. Yeah. You talk about that a lot, obviously, because yeah. you're covering s- some kicks as well. Yeah. Uh, huge part of the game is field position.
4: Yeah, I mean, I've known that. For a long time. I knew that in in college. too, and that's why I love special teams in college as well. I mean Special teams is the biggest Plays that you have and you only have one down for it when you're when it comes to field possession I mean you're putting the ball hopefully 60 yards I mean get down there and cover guys rather than putting it 30 and or having a guy return it for 15 That's a lot of yards Uh, So really winning the field possession battle in a in a football game is huge
1: now There were a couple that hit the ground Yesterday, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, talk about first them. one. Well, that was crazy wind. Oh
4: yeah, there. twenty-five mile per hour Gus.
1: Uh, and in that stadium, it was swirling. Mm-hmm. It was goofy, uh, and it was chilly. And did Ron Zook, the special teams coordinator, talk to you all about making sure if it's floating oddly or this and that? You know, when to let her go, when to when to make the fair catch if I you mean, could.
4: We talk about it every single every single week. I mean, honestly. Games that aren't indoors, it it doesn't matter much in the wind. It's gonna be swirling around kinda yeah. kinda crazy every time. So it's hard to judge. Especially if you do a guy like that kick you're talking about that rolled down to about three. So the three, that was that the was, yeah, the second one. Yeah, yeah, that was the what was it? I don't know what you call it. where he faces right but he kicks it to his left. So I mean and me personally, sometimes I don't feel like trying to risk, you know, our field possession versus fumbling or muffing. A you're racing
1: full speed across the field. You're yeah. you're aligned right, figuring. And we were talking with Ron Zook about this just 10, 15, well, not 10 minutes ago, but a half yeah. hour ago, really about where you were supposed to be aligned and you were yeah. in the proper yeah. spot, and he went the other way. Yeah. And you're on a dead run, and if you're thinking about a fair catch and a dead sprint,
4: yeah.
3: that's tougher than it's, just yeah, waiting for it to come down.
4: Especially in the wind, because I don't have my feet set. I'm just running, and... To go over there and run full speed and catch a ball in the wind, I could end up going like this, and next thing you know, I'm up the punt. It's like, okay, they get the ball in the and goal at 10, yeah. Or we get the ball in the three. In my mind, I'd rather take the ball wherever it lands. But that's also, I mean, there's also times where I can run over there and go full speed or I should have been in the position because that that kick, we know that kicker pooch punts right every time. And he fooled me because I should have been lined up on the right-hand side no matter what, even if he was facing left. And that's what Coach Zook was getting on me about because he knows that. And I was like, well, he faced right. So uh, yeah, he, and he said expecting. the same thing. He took you yeah. off the hook a little bit on that one. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's that's somewhat on me because I need to go over there. I really wasn't expecting him to go across his body with the kick.
2: Yeah, a lot goes into it, that's for sure. Is he? So with that big punt return yesterday, what's going through your head? Are you thinking, hey, i got to make a play, i got to make a play, or just catch the ball,
4: secure the ball, we'll see what happens? Um, honestly, every time it's it's securing the ball. Um, I, I don't often go out there. I, I have faith in our offense, and I don't feel like I need to go out there and make a play. But I, I it's more of a mix between the two. You know, if I have the opportunity, I, I I'm gonna take it. But if I don't, and I, I feel pressure, like kind of like the kicks going to my right and running into full sprint, I'm not gonna take chances at our offense because I, I trust in our offense and I think that they can go down and score. So um, if they were closer to me and the guys, I thought I should have fair caught, I would have fair caught it. Yeah, it wasn't anything going through my mind, thinking, you know, I need to go out here and get a 90-yard touchdown for the team and take chances. I don't, I don't want to go out there and take chances with our offense and with our possession of the ball. But about
2: were Were guys talking to you on the sideline before that, like, "Hey, make a play. This is oh yeah, it's a big it's, moment it's, here for you, yeah, trying to pep, pep talk like,
4: you. Yeah, yeah, it's always like that. It's always like that. What I'm saying is, you know, I'm I'm going to catch the ball and try to make a play. It's just I'm not going to do anything stupid out there. Right.
1: Yeah. But at about the 35. You must have been thinking, well, oh, the yeah. eyes were getting big. Part,
4: part of me was thinking, I'm, I'm scooting back. I might be in the 7-yard line range. I was at the 10. I mean, it's hard to know when you're going back looking at the ball. But I, I think, was thinking, okay, I'm scooting back. But the well, guys you, weren't getting to me soon enough. So I was like, I'm just going to catch this and go. Yeah. And then you take off, and you really made quit look bad. I don't even which, – which one is that? The punter. Oh. Trying to make the tackle oh. at about the 40. Oh. Yeah, he tried to trip me, too. Did he? Yeah,
1: yeah. That no, right. was funny. All right, but the pursuit finally closed <laughs> it down. But you're also a wide receiver, and in that wide receiver room, Trevor, and I want to ask you about how you guys went through this two-month stretch of losing Aaron Rodgers and getting getting Brett the confidence he needs to play the way he needs and how you think he did perform through this seven-week stretch.
4: I mean, Brett... Brett's a competitor inside and out and we see it in practice, we see it in games we see it before games, we see it all the time and he practices like that as well so I mean, we always have the utmost faith in Brett, no matter what and we know that we have a chance, just like how you guys talk about how no matter what was going on throughout the game, we always felt as though we had a chance to win the game and that's with Brett as our quarterback and he's watched Aaron for these past three years behind him and that's a great person to be behind watching Yeah, Yeah, you can learn a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been there, and I'm a receiver, and I've learned yeah, a lot. And he's told me stuff about routes that I didn't know. So really? it's like, he, he's a great mind to to pick from. So we know that, and we know that he knows things about the game, and he can go out there and help us win games. But the offense changed a little bit, didn't it?
1: I mean, yeah. the deep shots aren't quite as 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 utilized as maybe with Aaron. Perhaps it looks like it kind of just kind of shortened yeah. the the throwing. More break zones, tackles. yeah. More, yeah. more
4: breaking tackles, kind of mentality. Get it into your hands and yes. then
1: make something happen. So yeah. Those little screens, two and one man wide, you know, wide receiver yeah. screens. We were
4: getting yards from it too. That's
1: what we kept on going. With I, I thought I noticed that too. This was kind of the first game. Well, there's been a few plays, but this was the first kind of game where I really thought with consistency, mm-hmm.
4: blocks were made, yards yeah. after yeah. the yeah. catch, tackles yeah, yeah, were broken, especially with the game-winning touchdown. I mean, it was a one well, yard, no, two yeah, yard, yeah, yard it was catch. a two yard to a, to a touchdown for a broken tackle, two step route. Yeah. Yeah. So you had that
2: big moment yesterday with that punt return. Who was the first person after the game that you heard from?
4: Man. I think I'd say either (sighs) Pipkins or Gmo (laughs) or uh, Hawkins. One of those three. Or it was all three at the same time. One of the two. All the core special yeah, teamers. I, yeah, I hear from them all the time. And all right. Yeah, they, 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 they have my back. They make me feel comfortable back there.
2: Speaking of hearing from people, social media fans, what's been your experience with <laughs> the wonders of social media and finicky fans? Uh,
4: man, that's a great question to ask me. Um, man. Yeah, not on. <laughs> 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 Not all the time, you know. I mean, of course, like you said, people can be frustrated from things like that. But it's 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 things you can't you can't focus on. I, I try not to try not to focus on it too much. But yeah, like like you said, not not a lot of great things are are said.
1: There's not a lot of positive things. I mean, right. Nah, it's a lot of things I that that they don't really said. know about. You know. You know, like uh, I'll I'm tweet. I've constantly during the game, and the replies I get, especially at twenty-one-seven. You would not have believed. I mean, yeah. it was just jettison the whole crew. You yeah. lose to the Browns. I want out. All this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's amazing.
4: Yeah, it's a, lot a, real, of, it's a lot of telling me what to do. You know? They're it's all like, oh, yeah, 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 that's, that's for sure. sure. Ran about, over there and fielded that punt. <laughs>
1: how, about, uh, yeah,
4: how about
1: Josh Gordon Demarius Randall's little tete a tete tweet today? Oh, yeah, that was funny. I don't know if you see that or hear about Josh Gordon tweeted out. About, uh, you know, how Demarius Randall uh, couldn't cover my jock. And yeah, yeah. And yeah. Demarius came back with even an unkinder reply. Uh, yeah. I think you're back on the bleep again. and yeah, this was, was funny, I will you know, say this. Was all right. Demarius. Good comeback, though. <laughs> good comeback, too, good hey. comeback. Demarius locked up Gordon yesterday one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first ball, mm-hmm. the first throw of the day was a 38-yarder versus his own. Yeah. It was his longest catch of the day. Caught the 18-yard touchdown. Yeah. That was maybe the one grab. Terrific mm-hmm. grab. That was a heck of hand. a pass, yeah. too. His last catch came with eight minutes left in the second quarter. Yeah. And that was it for Josh yeah. Gordon's day. And he's an amazing talent. Too, yeah, so he is a tremendous testing. talent, there's no question about that. But I thought Harris <laughs> did a pretty good job. So, so, so how do you
2: how do you rationalize what you hear online from fans and just sort of do you let things get to you, or is it just kind of ah these guys would never say it to my face anyway, so don't it's, give it much thought. I would
4: say it's more motivation. Um, huh. In my mind. I mean, I, I mean, sometimes, honestly, I screenshot some of the things people say to me. You know, they they think they say to me. I don't say anything back. I just, you yeah. know, ah, that. But I see it. And I'll screenshot it. I'll just remember that they said that. And I'll, I just want to go out there and make plays and prove people wrong. Kind of like I've wanted to my whole career. And throughout college, throughout high school when I was underrated. I mean, it's kind of my mentality that I've had throughout football as a whole. It's people doubt you, you know, and might say certain things about you, but you just have to go out there and prove them wrong. All right, tweet you, that.
2: In a place like Cleveland, or whenever you're on the road, how often do you hear some pretty nasty stuff from fans in the stands?
4: They, uh, It's too far away to hear. You sometimes. don't really hear much, yeah? Yeah, sometimes you'll hear something, but it's normally really random, like they didn't know what to say at the moment, or whatever <laughs> the case may be. I forget what they said. Somebody said something this past game. It was random. Something about, oh, you won't have Rodgers, so you won't win the game. And then, yeah. then they lost the game. so You just hear little <laughs> things, yeah. Yeah, just re- really random things like that. But it rhymed, though, when he said it. That's what I don't remember what he said. It was like it was his own little slogan. <laughs> <laughs> like own little slogan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like working on it all yeah, during I, the even, tailgate he, party. Yeah, but but nothing be...
2: that's caused you to want to try to jump in the stands like a Quentin see? Jefferson in Seattle? No, 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 no.
4: Yeah, I saw that, yeah. But that Yeah, that's...
1: Too bad. That <laughs> yeah, is too bad. All right, but he's too good. As a punt returner. Trevor Davis, our guest tonight. We're just getting started. We're going to take a break. We can come back more with Trevor, and we'll look for a hot play of the day from that one over the Browns. Don't go away. The fifth quarter returns right after this.
0: We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All
1: right, welcome back to the Stadium View, everybody. Trevor Davis on board Woo! tonight. Happy holidays as the Packers get to 7.0. And uh, six, and they didn't get a whole lot of help uh, yesterday. Well, Carolina knocked off the Vikes. I'd rather, I'd, sorry, but I'd rather have the Vikes win the division and knock Carolina down a notch. Uh, Detroit a winner over Tampa Bay. Oh, although Jacksonville helped out by uh, knocking off Seattle. Atlanta won on Thursday night. There's so many things that got to happen. The only thing that must happen is beat Carolina on Sunday. And then we'll... Start eliminating the possibilities as we go. All right, time for our hot play of the day. You know how it works. You guess the hot play of the game. You'll get quali- you'll take home a prize tonight from our friends at Robbins Heating and Cooling. Also get qualified for a grand prize drawing coming up in just a couple of weeks, and that is a pair of indoor club seats to that Minnesota Viking home finale on the 23rd. They're lined up for several hot plays to choose from. I have an opinion. Sue, what's your guess?
4: Trevor's. Punt return.
1: Oh, I already played the call. And it would be the oh, obvious
2: choice. Yeah, I, I know,
1: thought it was that, was that too. Uh, did you?
2: Trevor okay. guessed it too. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. It was a that was a very 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 warm play.
2: <laughs> Not only is Sue wrong, Trevor's wrong yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. So it's okay. <laughs> and that's what hurts the most, All I right. think. All right. All right. What's your guess? Uh, Devon Adams, uh, second
1: second touchdown. Well, the hottest play of that day put yes. the game on ice. Cobb and Nelson to the left with Cobb in the slot now Devontae in motion to the left third down and six from the 25 of Cleveland Williams alone back quick toss Adams left side
0: spins loose. got the first down oh, and to the end zone for the touchdown and the Packers have won in overtime again <laughs> Devontae Adams a walk-off 25-yard touchdown
1: reception Packers. Unbelievable, yeah, the game winner, the walk-off from Devontae who admits it took a mighty comeback effort.
4: A lot of clutch uh, in our DNA over here. I see a lot of guys, like I said before last week or earlier in this week, it's not in our DNA to give up. So it wasn't looking like it was in our favor late in the fourth there, but continue
1: to fight and get it done. They got it done, that's for sure. Devontae is our hot play of the day, and our winner is Tim. Tim, you're in. We'll do the cold play a little bit later on. Two weeks in a row, big drives to tie, walk-off wins. Um, What's going on in that locker room, Trevor? Uh, This is
4: a never-quit bunch without a star player. It's a whole lot of faith in that locker room, really. Um, Just like Devontae said, we have a lot of fight, and we don't quit. And that's huge in having a football team because, you know, no matter who you're playing, no matter if it's the Browns or the Patriots or whoever it might be, it's, it's still an NFL football team. And you're going to have to go in there and fight to the end with somebody because you never know what might happen. Not everything's going to go your way. So knowing you have a team that fights to the end is always great. How much are you drawn on to run the table thing last year where you were in the same position, had to win out, had to march through teams at home, on the road just to get in? I think the biggest part of that or running the table or whatever it might be called this year. Um, the we main haven't come thing, up with anything yet. No, not yet. No. Well, I think the main thing for us is not exactly to not focus on it, but just to focus more on the game at hand rather than the big picture. Because, of course, the big picture is to win all the games, but if you're thinking about winning the third game out of one, yeah, you, know, yeah, you really just want to focus on the next game and not even know who the opponent is after that and not even know who the opponent is after that because at the end of the day they won't matter if you don't win this first game.
1: You guys are so
4: regimented
1: and routined, though. I mean, fans go crazy thinking about all the playoff possibilities. Who's who do, you know, who do the Seahawks still have to play? Who are the Rams playing? Who are they? Yeah. You are the most conditioned Sunday to Sunday people in America.
5: Yeah.
4: yeah. It's 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 you have to every be. it's every day for us. Yeah. The main the main thing is the next game no matter what, no matter what your record is, no matter what the playoffs look like? The main thing is winning the next game. So you have one touchdown in your career. Atlanta last year was it? Mm-hmm. You got the ball, huh? Do you have the ball? Yeah, my mom has the ball. Nice. Yeah. All right. Where is it displayed? Very trustworthy person. Yeah. It's in this nice glass box that she bought. I think it was off Amazon. Because she oh, buys right. everything off Amazon. <laughs> all and, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. It's in. It's in this nice little Hall of Fame room she made for me. That I'm. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, but she's mom, so, you know. Proud of you, that's right. People understand. She calls it the Hall of Fame room? No, no, no. I don't know what she calls it. I should ask. But it's 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 a lot of stuff. All right. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff. You, Every-
2: say, you said your mom buys everything on Amazon. Does she have a problem? I mean, does she just shop all Man, the time? You know time? when you
4: get to Amazon Prime and everything's free shipping, so yeah. it makes people feel like... Buy everything? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm saving because I'm not paying for shipping. So I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to buy this. $100, <laughs> ah, no shipping, it's fine. Oh, I <laughs>
1: Imagine you guys do all your stuff online. You don't have time to run to the mall.
4: Yeah, no. So that's great. This time yeah, of year. Heard. Yeah. Yeah, no. Not, not a lot of time. These oh. off days are like the main days to get things done. I was running errands all day before I got here. Oh, really? Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. Well, tomorrow might be my
4: day to actually start <laughs> doing a little bit of that here. I'm on the road again this weekend.
1: And before you know it, Christmas is here. But, yeah, you guys get there's UPS boxes rolling into your locker room every
4: day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. All the time.
1: So what do you
2: remember about the draft process? Do you remember the phone call from the Packers? Do you remember what
4: you were thinking in that fifth round, where you might fall, that kind of thing? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a, it's, it's, it's stressful. A lot of guys call you, and you don't know which one is the call, and it ends up just being a coach saying, hey, we might take you. The next guy calls, oh, we might take you. Really? <laughs> and after a while, you're just like, all right, nobody's going to take me. This is crazy. But I mean, I got a call from my agent or a text actually, and he said, "Oh, um, the the Packers are interested. Uh, watch, keep watching the TV." And I was like, well, oh, okay, you never know how this stuff right. goes." And then I get a call, and they say it's the Green Bay Packers. I'm like, "Oh, hey." Yeah. So around What's five is the middle of Saturday, and then right? They finally, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they finally, told me, you know, this this next upcoming, upcoming pick, we're gonna take you. And I, that's that's where everything set in. The first thing you think about, especially being from Cal, I mean, you think Packers, you think Aaron Rodgers, and you think all the championships you guys have been to, and. How great of a team it is, so that was the main thing that hit me.
2: Is that kind of the first thing you were thinking when you hung up the phone or what was going through your head? I mean what kind of emotion? It's hard to
4: even say what's going through your head at the yeah. moment. There's there's a lot of things and people grabbing you and you can't hear what <laughs> people are saying on the phone and then they tell you to go outside because they can't hear you talking. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on.
2: Who was with you? Where were you? I was at my at mom's, mom's house. house? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you were in the, in the, the Hall of Fame house. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What was so, the first thing what was the first thing your mom did when when you got drafted?
4: Uh her and Monty threw their arms up there and started running around the house <laughs> most likely like every other family would.
2: And then she went to amazon.com and ordered a bunch of Packers yeah, gear. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: I got after I got off the phone with the Packers cuz they have a long talk with you about, you know, you talk with a bunch of different people in the organization. When I got out, I mean, I, I had Packers hats at my house cuz my friends have already ran to the store and then really? ran back wow. for me to put on a Packer <laughs> hat and all this different stuff, so that was fun.
2: That's awesome. So you started your college career at
4: Hawaii, a couple yes. of years there, transferred to California. Why did you leave Hawaii? Um, well, I started off there with uh, Coach McMacken, a great coach, him and Coach Rolovich, who's the head coach there now. And then, like most people, the, there's coaching change. Then coaching change came my second year, and from there is just wanting to become a better player and go to a bigger school and hopefully get out more. I mean, there's a lot that goes on in between that and transferring, but for the most part, it's going to a bigger school and trying to become the best player I can be to hopefully make it to this level that I'm at now.
2: At at what point in the college career, then, did you realize you had the talent for the next level? Like, was it your junior year at some point? Um,
4: I mean, I feel like most guys, even guys that don't make it, um, to have that mentality is really just knowing always that you can make it or else or else you really not fight the way you should i mean every guy goes out there and personally I, I always felt like i had the talent no matter how small i was or how underrated i was i always knew that i could have the talent to to make it and that pushes you through well you have the one thing that's
1: really hard to coach about four, f- four three, yeah.
4: eight. i wasn't always fast though what do you mean I, okay maybe i was kind of fast <laughs> but in my mind i wasn't always that fast but yeah, it took a lot of hard work to get there. Who is the fastest on this team? I hope Jeff Janis is watching cuz it's me. But <laughs> you, know, you know I would
1: take you certainly in a 50.
4: 100 is my race and then 200 it? it's over. Is it? Yeah, cuz I it takes a while to get your legs moving quick. I'm not I'm a tall guy. I'm not really short. So you're not and fast yeah, you're and not the explosive, twitching. you know, but once the strides come out, then that's that's the real race. I'd like to see that. I would too. Janice
1: V. Davis. Let's I would line too. it up yeah. for a hundred. is, is that not?
2: something you guys have talked about? let's talk about it. Deciding who's they, gonna be. They yeah. argue about everything. In but there, you
4: now. never race because nobody wants to get hurt. So you're just yeah. like no. <laughs> Yeah, that's we're just going to say we're faster. Yeah, pull a Hammy, out.
1: and that's. But the that end could of be
2: a season. cool, like, little social media event in the off season. The two of you squaring it's, it's off, raise some money for charity. Yeah, yeah, a whole
1: lot, lot of warming up.
2: Yeah, a
0: whole, a whole lot, lot, lots a whole of lot of trainers. All, right. all that. <laughs> yeah, really.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was the Was the NFL a dream for you as a kid? Yes. I mean, did, was that always in your head, even when you were really young?
4: Yes, yes. I just always want to be a running back because I was so short and I didn't know I was going to become tall. So I was like, ah, hopefully I can just make it as a running back. It'll be all good. And then I finally started getting some height, so it helped out because I'm a skinnier guy, so running back wouldn't exactly work out that great right. for me. <laughs> so being a wide receiver really in my hands too, so it all worked out for the best. I guess it did. Trevor Davis, our guest, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll look for a cold play and look
1: ahead to the Carolina Panthers. Don't go away. More of the fifth quarter right after this timeout.
0: We now return you to the fifth quarter live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z.
1: All right, welcome back, everybody. Trevor Davis, our guest tonight. We got a hot play winner. We got to do the cold play now from our friends, at Robinson's last couple of weeks to get qualified. Coldest play on a pretty cold day uh, in Cleveland.
2: We got Norm up first. Norm, Norm. what's your guess? Uh, the Brett Hundley not pitching the ball. The
1: running back oh boy yeah you're right there down yeah. 14 7 at the half the d got a three and out finally at a stop and the offense moved from the 19 to the cleveland 10 facing fourth and one disdaining the field goal mike mccarthy went for
3: it the play was a complete bust well there's so many positive things that happened out there today you know i was obviously playing it and the execution wasn't there so uh it was a fake off of a run that we had set up earlier in the game so and just the execution wasn't quite right
1: it wasn't nearly right. Aaron Jones broke to the left, Brett Hundley was following Aaron and <laughs> to the right. The Browns buried
4: Brett for a loss of 2 and Hundley took the sword. Just um that that was just on me, you know. Um with the call and stuff like that. Um just a bad execution by my, my part.
1: Yeah, it was good. Uh he said he forgot the play. From the time they broke the huddle to the and that thing it, was it, open
4: too, I think. It happens. It happens. I can, yeah, it's it, it happens. It that's, happens. All, that's all I can say. It's, there's right. some long play calls out there sometimes. Yeah, so. all
1: right. Cold play of the day. We
4: got a winner. Congrats.
2: That was Norm, yeah. If all he right. goes the right way on that, that's that probably was, a touchdown. That
4: was a pretty open play. He yeah. was
2: way open. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's a good yeah play. got call. the corner, that's for yeah. sure. All right. Carolina Panthers coming up. you uh, know they've got a pretty strong defense. Peppers still yeah. going strong. Yeah. Yeah. Keekly. One of my favorite players in the league, really. I think that guy is awfully yeah, good. Yeah, he's,
4: he's a really great backer.
1: So how quickly do you dive into the process?
4: Are you just kind of decompressing from yesterday and then get after tomorrow? Well, today is more of the day to go over film that we had. Corrections? Uh, yeah, correction film. And then tomorrow is kind of where people, well, at least players, because it's our off day, normally that's when we go into our film, and that's when the Panthers film will come onto our iPads, and we can go through it a lot.
1: So they just ship that to you? You know, you don't have to come to the building to get it down low. They'll just send it to you? Or, yeah. And yeah. then you can request anything, really? Just about. Well,
4: for the most part, I mean, but for the most part, they normally give you everything you need. But still, you got to get secondary, you oh, know, the we, combos. We all, yeah, you got
1: have, the special teams. We have all that, yeah. 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 You're going to be busy. What's your first
4: football memory? Hmm. Dang. Like in, on a team? Yeah. Yeah, or, you growing know, up or and growing, up, growing up. There's a lot first... of throw-up tackle in the front yard. That's that's a whole lot of – that's kind of the starting point of my punt return days. Really? Yeah. You ever played throw-up tackle? No? Where no. you just throw the ball up and then whoever catches a good tackle? We played a game. No, called we played. No. I grew up <laughs> trying to make it to the end of the yard. I mean, no, if I, make I, no, it, it was won. close
1: to what. We, that we get, seems like
2: punishment to yeah. me. Well, no, yeah. we played a game <laughs> with
1: Jim Taylor. There were like six kids all my age in the neighborhood, and we called it the Jim Taylor game, where the five would be the kickoff cover team and one returning. Yeah, yeah. You, you go exactly. again,
4: and if you make it, you're Jim Taylor. Oh, that's basically the exact same game. All right. Yeah, because he makes the one side of the yard, then you have to go back to the other Against side Against everybody. No yeah. blocking. And if you get tackled, then you have to throw the ball up, and then everybody, somebody ah. else has to catch it. Yeah. And whoever gets it, you go and... Yeah, and then you go. All right. So it's like you're catching a punt, and then you just dodge everybody and awesome. make it in. Yeah.
2: So if you weren't a football player, what would you be doing career-wise?
4: Career-wise? Um, well, right now, my dad uh, and I own a solar installation company, as well as... Uh, certain real estate aspects, but mainly the solar installation company is the main thing. So I mean, it's kind of something on the side that we do. Right. Awesome. Nice. And you've got twin boys, right? Yes. How old? Two and a half. Two nice. and a half. Yeah. The terrible twos. I know. Ooh. Christmas will be times great two. Wow. <laughs> 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 got a bunch of toys to keep them reoccupied. That's so. nice. What'd you guys go for during a Halloween? Uh, Cat in the, the Hat and Thing One and Thing Two. So they were Thing uh, One, Thing Two. Yeah, yeah. And I had the Cat in the Hat suit, so it worked out pretty well.
1: That's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, Trevor. Appreciate you coming on. Big oh, yeah. win, big return. Let's have many happy returns and all that sort of thing. Happy holidays to you. And uh, get Carolina and make it 8-6 and six and see oh, yeah, where this definitely. thing
4: goes. Yep, one more, one more.
1: Guests of the fifth quarter receive gifts and tickets from our friends at Diamonds and Gold, one of the fine jewelers in town. You'll find them over on Central Drive in Alloway. Trevor, thanks again for coming over. Appreciate it. We're going to take a break in a minute. But before we go, uh, Cleveland – Needs our help, folks. And so we're giving it to him in the form of John Dorsey, who is their new general manager, hired last Thursday after uh, Sashi Brown was cut loose after the 0-13 season. John had a news conference in Cleveland on Friday, but he hasn't done any interviews with Green Bay Media. Ah, except for me. I got a hold of him yesterday at the game. An exclusive one-on-one with John. And I'll tell you what, he's a good friend of mine. We go back to the fourth round of the 1984 draft.
5: John, congrats. Red Eye, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to see you. No, you know, um, I love this game of football. Always have, and it was hard that you know that's the first time I've been out of football for 34 years, and uh, I think the hardest thing was creating that routine that you do to kind of get yourself going every morning. But uh, there's nothing better than National Football League, and I'm just excited to be back. John, you know how big this job is going to be. How big do you think it's going to be? You know what's a challenge, but as, you know what I say. I've always thought that. You know what? Any real personnel guy, why not accept the challenge? You know what? They have assets in place, meaning draft picks, and you know with cash and cap. Um, great fan base, iconic fan. You know, iconic franchise. Why not take the challenge? Because if this thing, if you can get this thing back up. That's a pretty big deal to me because I, I do. I think this is, you know, they have such deep, rich tradition here in the fan base. You know what? Why not take a shot? Let's see what happens. It won't be, let me put it this way, it won't be from lack of work or lack of preparation, I can tell you that. I know you. That's not certain. How important is it to have a month to just evaluate this landscape? Invaluable. Invaluable. Because in uh, 13, when, when I accepted the position in Kansas City, it was um, it was hard. It was you know it was hard because you didn't really know certain dynamics of the building, certain dynamics of the locker room. But now this gives me a chance to observe the players, how they prepare, people in the organization, and you know understand the culture and see if it is actually the right culture that actually breeds success to win. And you know, that's the only you know I've learned that in Green Bay. Uh, you know I've. My core principles, everything I've learned about success is from Green Bay Packers. Hope it translates. Well, time will tell. <laughs> Let me watch it. Don't get scared, red-eye. <laughs>
1: Still calls me by the old nickname, red-eye. John Dorsey, the general manager of the Browns. Wish him well. He's got a lot of work to do. we got to take a break, but when we come back, hey, we got a great gift certificate to the Pro Shop from Robinson's. Don't go away. We'll wrap it up right after this timeout.
0: We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All
1: right, welcome back, everybody. We're tight to the clock. Robinson sends you to the Packer Pro Shop when the Packers are away. And who's going shopping? Alex Albrecht. Alex Albrecht, front and center. It's Cam and the Black Cats next Sunday at noon. We'll see you next Monday night. Thanks for coming on. We'll see you, everybody. Thanks, everybody.